I am really wondering if I got this right or not. We record this part last, right? I'll come back and record this intro and record the outro. That's a separate part. But we just got finished recording Thursday's show. And we didn't ask my mom about a woman that got unfriended. And this woman, as you'll hear in the story later on, is it's trying to figure out like if her actions, what she did, got her unfriended. And should she say something to her friend or not? My mom and I are completely on different sides of this. Completely. And I guess once you hear this dilemma, like would you ever – if somebody unfriended you like this, would you ever go try to make things better with them or not? And we'll get into it today with Ask My Mom. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? How are you? Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast that we do every day. Today, by the way, the first day of fall. It's the 22nd of August. we got three principles on the show, by the way. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I had the maintenance guy walk in on me, and I was completely naked. And like... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, completely, I wasn't completely naked. I was completely naked asleep under the covers. Oh, but oh. there's nothing more uncomfortable than like oh. being caught off guard nude around anyone. Is, <laughs> I don't care if you get a blanket on you or not. It's like wildly uncomfortable. Oh, I, wow. This actually happened over the weekend. Uh, we're just now getting around telling the story. So I got an email. I've gotten a couple emails from my uh, condo that they're coming around to install these um, – water detection things basically which is kind of feels weird to me like on my kitchen floor now and then the bathroom and my laundry room they put this god it looks like maybe a half moon maybe f- five inches long and then like half moon shape uh like uh-huh. a water detection thing on the floor so basically uh-huh. if anything ever leaks uh, they are able to notify. I mean, I guess maybe it, there's, it's wired to somewhere downstairs. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But I, just know, I, I knew they were coming to install these things. But yeah. I don't really keep up with the emails from my condo because who cares, right? Like, <laughs> I just, oh, yeah, install, it's coming. You know, I, but I, like when, how, I, just whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. So I, okay, I do hear that blower now. <laughs> okay. I'll put it's you okay. on mute until no, I'm No, 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 it's talk. okay. It's okay. My mom's <laughs> okay. like, can you hear the blower? I was like, absolutely not. And all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> Um, yeah, he's in front of my window now. Sorry, he won't be here but a second. So I Friday, I come home, long week, right? I'm just ready to take a nap. I lay down, go to sleep, and I'm an extremely light sleeper. Like if Kiki dreams too hard, I swear to God, like I wake up. Like it's just, jeez, <laughs> oh, I just am super light sleeper. So all of a sudden I was like, did I just hear the condo door open? And I was like, no, like, why would, why would the condo door open? Now I can't see from my bedroom. I can't see what's happening, like where people come in. Right. right. So I turn on my app for my camera, which can see it. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, I don't see anybody. That's weird. Oh, well, let's move on. Um, kind of, you know, nestle back in over here. And, um, all of a sudden I hear, oh, hi, sir. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I look up and there's, there's two men standing oh. probably god i don't know 10 feet away from me like in, oh, in, in the door they're standing no. in the door oh my god of my bedroom oh my god we didn't scare you did we you know i was like yes you scared me like it literally <laughs> oh, in my house and i have no clothes on like, I, I have literally not one ounce of clothing on my body <laughs> so um what did they do uh so 
that what made it even more uncomfortable because like now I'm like I like sit up in bed obviously and like I'm covering myself like I'm like like I'm covering my breast or something like a woman would do if like a guy walked in with <laughs> like in the bathroom or something I'm like wait what yeah. am I doing but like what do you I, I didn't know what to do like I wasn't quite sure like what the you know the um <laughs> the motion was at this point you know what was what's the behavior I don't even know so, so I get um. And they're, they're like talking to me like, oh, hey, so uh, we're here to install the water things. It shouldn't take long, you know, uh, and like literally just sta- like standing there staring at me. And oh. like, I don't know like what they really wanted me to do. I wasn't quite sure. So they go into the kitchen first. And I know f- for a fact they're gonna have to come back through my bedroom to get to my bathroom to install one. But like, they're still talking to me. Okay. So like, they're oh. still talking. I have no clothes. My clothes are like, into the you know the, the right of me the side of my bed <laughs> so i i literally this guy would not shut up so i was literally like hey i i could you do me a favor and close my bedroom door well yeah so i could like get some clothes on but like it was so and at that point i guess they didn't realize i didn't have any clothes on so then it got like really <laughs> awkward and they were like oh and then like we like so they close the door i then come back out there and then for some reason i feel the need to make it less awkward like oh, that's, no. that's like what I do, right? It's like I I felt like they're my guest in my home. I need to make this less awkward because now obviously I've made things uncomfortable for <laughs> them. Uninvited guest. Yeah. So then I start. I literally stand there with them for like twenty minutes, just having small talk. You know, just literally <laughs> asking about like the Your system. Favorite. Yeah. Like just uh, how's the day going? What's up with your weekend? Like just because I feel so uncomfortable <laughs> that like, these guys oh, would have walked in when I literally had. <laughs> had no clothes on it was a very oh, a lot lot going on this weekend now that comes <laughs> on the tales of kiki being so upset with me i'm gonna tell you this dog owners i don't know how in the world and this is the first time i've ever done this uh and god bless you if and this goes i'm sure for cats too if you've ever had to trim your pet's nails oh i've never done that you might as well be be murdering them oh, swear no. to you like you like Kiki could not be more frustrated with me. Now you may be asking, so why do I cut Kiki's nails? Because typically I would just take her to the vet and have them, um, trim them. Right. But if you haven't been listening the last couple of, a couple of weeks, my vet literally got shot. (laughs) And like, so I feel really uncomfortable Mm. calling right now. And I've got, I mean, I do need to find a new vet, but I'm not going to find a new vet for a nail trim. You know what I mean? I'm not going to no. call and say, hi, like, no. can I come in for a nail and trim? you don't have her groomed because there's no reason to. You yeah, she doesn't have any hair. With you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I was like, you know what? Okay. Kiki's 14 now. We haven't, I mean, I just, when you have a tiny chihuahua, like you just have to just cut your losses sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And so... I was like, all right, I, I'm not going to call the vet. I feel uncomfortable. I'm just going to go to Petco, get some nail clippers, and I'm sure this won't be that bad because she's 14. And she's, she is way more cooperative than she used to be because she's just an old woman oh, now. Yeah. You know? yeah. So get the nail trimmers, come home, and I'm like, I don't even know like how to properly do this. You know, <laughs> like I don't even know how to like, like – 
Ooh. Kiki like looks at me as like a safe. Into the nail beds, right? Oh, I know. So like, you got to watch Ooh. out for the dew claw, right? Not the dew claw, but the yeah, like the like the little whatever that thing is. There's part of the nail where like if you cut them, they start bleeding, and it's like terrible. Yeah. So you really got to know like where to cut, right? Mm-hmm. So I like I look it up on YouTube and like watching like three or four YouTube videos. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> um, start trimming your nails, y'all. She, she literally looked at me. Like, how dare you? Oh, no. Like, so upset with me. Oh. So upset. Like, gave oh. me the look like I was a demon to oh, her. Oh, no. So, we we luckily, we get, so she keeps, you know, I, I grab her paw. And this keep her, her paw is like the size oh. of a penny. It's like the size so, like, of your thumb. Yeah. So, I literally, like, I grab it. And then she pulls it back. And I grab it. And then she pulls it back. Grabs it. Pulls it back. Oh. And I literally, so then I'm like, okay, well, let me act like this is like a like a treat for her or something. Like we're just going to have like a cuddle session over here. So then I pick her up, like I'm going to cuddle her, which I think really gave her a false sense of like reality, you know? Uh huh. And, um, I can tell you, I think I did a fairly good job all in all did a decent job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess she you didn't get them I, all done. Got them all done. Do claw everything good. done. But I feel like I lost a level of trust because uh-huh. I feel like if you take her to the vet or the groomer or whatever and do it, right. like they, they don't like, blame you. It's not my dad. <laughs> like it's fine. And honestly, uh-huh. I don't think they even have a hard time when, yeah. when the groomers do it or I just like, again, I just take her to the vet because it's, I don't have a groomer, but yeah. I, yeah, they, they never once have been like, Oh my gosh, she's been such a pain in the ass. Like nothing. They're like, Oh, she did so great. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but with me, like she, so she literally, I did this early Saturday, early Sunday morning, one of the, one of the weekend mornings. And uh-huh. she literally would not, she always comes and lays with me. We usually sit there on the weekend morning when it's super early and we play video games and she lays in my lap. She literally <laughs> got up. Play. Yeah. She walked to the other side of the couch and just lay there and like stared at me. Uh-huh. Like, how dare you? How? Like, you're not tricking you? me again. But I'm wondering if that's how kids feel like when they go to get mm-hmm. shots. Mm-hmm. For the first time, you know, mm-hmm. like how does that feel? You remember like, that? I'm, I mean, like I remember hating going to the doctor. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, um, for sure. I do remember that, but I don't remember like the act of like what happened next. You know, like yeah. Oh yeah, I always hated that. I would always hold you all. You know. Yeah. And like. You know, put you against my chest, but your, you know, your arms are still exposed on the side. And then, you know, I'd say, you know, just turn your head this way so you weren't looking. And I sometimes I'd sing a little song, or I'd be rubbing your back, or you know, we'd count to three. Why was that so traumatic? Now, like, uh, you know, like the last shot I got, I guess, is my COVID vaccine, and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just whatever. Just yeah, wasn't that bad? Yeah, like, does, I don't know. It, it's it's hard as a parent, though. Does it feel worse for kids? Like, do, do shots feel worse for kids? Because obviously, like, I mean, I don't don't love getting a shot, but like, well, you don't know what to expect if you're a kid because you haven't had the experience <laughs> that much. And then once you do, you know it's a sting, right? Yeah, it's like a bee sting. Yeah, you, you don't want that to happen again. I do. Like, I have like traumatic memories of that. Like yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, I have, I have a few traumatic memories from my childhood that like I can remember so uh-huh. vividly where I felt uh-huh. like so upset. Uh-huh. Um, like what? 
what I, I swear to you to this day, and this is, is going to sound so stupid. I can remember a dream that I had when I don't know how old I was, but we were living, we were living in Williamsport and I was like a kid. Like, I mean, it was probably five, mm. six, if I had to guess five, six, seven, I don't know. Yeah. I remember this dream that was so scary to me that I'll never forget it. And mm. in hindsight, very stupid. Right. But as a kid, mm. this was like mortifying. So mm. I woke up and, uh, or, or I was getting chased around the city by the dog catcher from <laughs> pound puppies. Okay. No. This like shows my age. Right. So I was, I was, obviously oh. I, can, I mean, I, I still, I can, I can visualize it in my head. Oh, I was getting chased. I remember gosh. having to like hide and that was like absolutely mortifying to me. Oh um, yeah. That would be scary. And oh. I, I, I don't, and I remember eventually he caught me and then I remember riding like, I was like in the back of the van. Like I don't, didn't know where I was going, but I was like in a cage oh. and obviously I was a big pound puppies fan back in the day. This, that, yeah. that goes without saying. You were. I, um, so then I, all I remember from there was I was in a cage and around me, all I could hear was like chainsaws, like, or some type of like, you know, revolving blades of some sort. And I, I can still remember that dream to this day. Wow. To this, I can't remember any of the dream I ever had in my whole entire life ever, Wow. ever. But that one, like, I don't know why it just, it sticks with me. The only other like traumatic childhood memory that I have when it comes to like, it wasn't that serious was going to, which at the time was showbiz pizza and being mortified (laughs) by the gorilla in the back of the band. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Was showbiz pizza a regional thing? I'm not sure, but God, that guy was scary. I'm not sure why I took y'all there. Yeah, it was actually it was pretty mortifying. <laughs> it was it really all was the, all the cre- all the little characters in that band were scary. Yeah, it was but pretty. That gorilla, uh, that gorilla was huge too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was obviously, obviously robotic, but you know. So showbiz was a kid. You don't know. No, you don't know. And he was like horrifying. And like, I just remember like being like mortified, (laughs) like mortified of this thing. Um, so if you don't know what show, and, and like, let me know, honestly, is that, is that a regional thing? Was that a Georgia thing? Cause like, I don't know if showbiz pizza was like everywhere because obviously it got bought out by Chuck E. Cheese. So it was like, I'm going to do some research on this. This is like a weird core memory (laughs) right now. Uh, showbiz pizza. Pizza play. I always called Showbiz Pizza Place. Didn't know. Now I know. You had um, one of your birthdays there. No, all the, I mean, I, I loved it later on because they replaced yeah. him and he was nicer looking. Um, yeah. Okay, Showbiz Pizza was, a, it was founded in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, it emerged after a separation from these two owners that owned it. Um, one then started Chuck E. Cheese. Um, oh, P- oh was, actually, they started pizza time. Th- okay, it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to see if this is. Oh, it was by the. I don't know. I don't. I don't have, have time to read a whole. Um, Wikipedia page and like try to, res- you know. Um, uh, okay, here we go. Wait, no, I don't. I'm just trying to see if this. I don't know if this was like a local thing. Or, anyway, let me know if you if you went to um, Showbiz Pizza. Let me know, but. They had this character, this animatronic character that was in the back of the room that was, or like in the back of the stage, that was like Uh mortifying. 
Mm-hmm. Like he was a gorilla and like, but like giant for a kid. Yeah. And like, I yeah. was he so He was a mortified. drummer, wasn't he? I, th- I think he played the piano. Oh yeah, he but did. Eventually he they the gave piano. it, they gave the whole thing a facelift. I think maybe when it became Chuck E. Cheese and this, all of a sudden yes. he became like this super, um, super friendly gorilla. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I can handle this, but I'll still, I'll still have like just <laughs> terrible memories of that gorilla. And the only other story, only something I can remember is that time my dad's friend tried to throw me out the second story of his house. Oh, which like nobody <laughs> believes that there. story. Literally <laughs> nobody believes that story at all. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But I swear to you, one of my dad's friends tried to throw me out of the second story <laughs> of his home. And I know like in hindsight now, like as an almost 40 year old man, like I'm like, is that a true story? Like, I don't know. But like, I oh, remember been playing with you. I remember he literally like <laughs> he was building his house. And so it yes. was like, you know, it was basically just the bones under construction. Yeah. And he told me to come upstairs or he's like, show me around. And like, I guess it was maybe coming off of his master bedroom. There was going to be like a porch, but the porch wasn't there yet. I don't think there was even a door there yet. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Hey, he's like, come over here and look out this door. And I was like, Oh, I don't, cause I don't, I don't like heights. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like it's, I'm, I'm good. I'm good over here. He's like, no, come and literally like, like grabbed me. Hmm. Like, like forcefully grabbing me to like pull me to the edge of this thing. And I was like, Mm-mm. I was like, I remember I had to grab on to the door frame oh. to get him to like not pull me. Oh, and to this day, I mean, I don't even remember. It's been so long now. Like, I don't remember if it was a, you know, if it was a, a, a true story or not, but <laughs> I swear to you, my dad, dad swears it wasn't. I wasn't I there. I didn't know that guy. Do you have That's any memories we from ch- childhood mom that was like, <laughs> So traumatic and not no, like not, real trauma, really. but like things that were like so scary to you as a kid, like you'll just never forget them. Not really. Uh-uh. I, no, I'm, I've always been afraid of heights. Yeah. Um. So I never liked, you know, I never liked to be on a, you know, a second floor or anything. And I don't like that or to look down. I just want to go um, watch. But a- I can't remember. I can't remember really being traumatized. I feel like I want to watch a whole Netflix docu-series on Showbiz Pizza now. Like I'm way into it. I want to go find out everything. <laughs> oh, it was so Is interesting. Is there a Netflix show about I mean, I'm going to invest in one. Oh, I see. I'm going to make it. Because that was like, it was a weird place, man. It was a weird, it scary was place. It was weird. It was weird. I can't believe I really took y'all there now. I know. Bad uh, mom. Okay, mom, let's do our, our quote for today. Okay. It's from Joseph Campbell. When we quit, wait a minute, let me start over. When we quit thinking primarily about ourselves and our own self-preservation, we undergo a truly heroic transformation of consciousness. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about that today because, I, you know, I went to Rainbow Village today. You might need to explain I, that. Uh, Rainbow Village is a transitional housing community for homeless families with children. Um, and it was my heart for 24 years until I retired in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go back about once a quarter and have lunch with the, the new uh, CEO there, whom I love, and just visit people that I know. So I was there today, and I was listening to the program director talk about some of the families that are in there now and 
the struggles they're going through. And I thought, you know, what Joseph Campbell is saying is so true. Because when you work with people in crisis, it does take you beyond yourself and your own problems because theirs are so intense. And it really does create a transformation of consciousness that really widens your worldview mm-hmm. of life. Because we all live in our own little bubbles, right? Right. But when you're in touch with someone who's going through a crisis and, and you're really there to assist them in any way you can to move beyond that trauma, um, mm-hmm. it really does take you out of yourself and help you to realize, A, how blessed you are, but B, you know, how people in the world are different and struggle with so many different aspects of life. Right. You know, we're so different in so many ways and we're going through so many different changes. And I think, you know, it just takes you out of yourself. I mean, and that's it, what I yeah, always, we, I loved that. I loved that work. Yeah, yeah, we do. I think we do get so caught up in our bubble of like how bad our stuff is sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it does. Like it will give you a new, it doesn't even matter like, just I, I don't give my program director um, a lot of credit from mm-hmm. Phoenix mm-hmm. because we didn't have a very good relationship. We did until we didn't, and then we just didn't have a good relationship. Um, and but I remember he told me one time he was talking about how this is like right when I was diagnosed with my ear condition, and it was like mm-hmm. really scary. Yeah, and he was like why don't you go out and like serve somebody else? Cause I would like just be mm. at home and like scared and like just, you know, mm. ruminating constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so I did. So I went, I, I volunteered at this dog shelter over in Phoenix and I forget what it's called now, whatever the, whatever the big Phoenix folks helped me out. I forget whatever, mm-hmm. like the big one, maybe it may, actually, it may just be the Arizona humane society. Um, I, and that day was so it like took me out of my own issues, mm-hmm. you know. And it was, yes, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the solution to my problem by any means, right? But um, it made you, but it made you conscious, yeah, of other people, yeah, and their dilemmas, right? Or dogs in this in this uh-huh, situation, right. you know, in that situation, yeah. And it kind of made you feel like you were doing something good with your time, you know, versus yes, vice versa. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Think about that. Like, if you're going through a hard time, try to like what what can you do today to like put that energy somewhere else versus mm-hmm. on yourself? You know, can you right. help out somebody? Can you, I don't know, call a friend that may need, you know, be in the need of something, but I get it. Like, listen, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like I have such bad anxiety when things go wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to feel forced to do this because no. it's nothing worse than being like, why aren't you doing this? <laughs> this would make you feel so much better if you would just Shooting on people. As Joel used to say, don't shoot on them. No, this is shit. I'm like, oh my God, mom, shit on people. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, just maybe that resonates with somebody can help them out today. Speaking of hard times, like if you're, you know, I, I love, I just think I love how much I love talk therapy. I really do. Um, I've been going to therapy since 2011. So 11 years, almost 12 years. And I love it. I think it's, I mean, I don't know where I'd be without talk therapy, honestly. 
Um, I just don't know like where, what my life would have been like. I'm such a, I'm such a person that needs to like talk things out sometimes and never Mm -hmm. once have I like come away from like a, and listen, every therapy session isn't going to be a game changer. You got to realize that like, it's just not how it works. But if you go for a consistent amount of time, eventually things start to like either come together or fall apart and mentally for you. And it's great. So quick word from our sponsor over here. Who's better help this week. Um, if you're looking to talk something out, no matter what it is, I hope you'll consider doing better help. I definitely, that's what I do. And I am excited to hop back in and get started again and just start, you know, kind of uneffing ourselves like for a lack mm-hmm. of better terms. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of this is really just undoing bad habits or old behaviors that aren't really serving you anymore. But how will you know, unless you've got a professional that's kind of talking you through this, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like podcast, great. Or, um, self-help books, fantastic. But talk therapy really is, I think it's, I think it's great. And better helps a great way to do it, by the way, too. You can do your video sessions, your phone session, or even like live chat sessions with therapists, which is just, you literally just type on the computer instead of having to like talk to somebody. Uh, and, and it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you get matched with your therapist in under 48 hours. So as a listener of this podcast, you get 10% off. by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Also, Athletic Greens is on a podcast this week. Athletic Greens is awesome. has been a great nutritional resource for me and, and my mom as well. Uh, it is basically a daily powder that you take every single morning. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like talk to you about some of the benefits. So if any of these like resonate with you, this could be a great reason of why you start AG1. Uh, maybe you need gut health. That's what I went. That's what I started taking it for is my gut health. Huge difference. Uh, nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging. Any of those sound like something you, you support with? AG1 simple. You take a, a scoop every morning and it's it takes care of all that. It's 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help get your day started out absolutely correct. So I hope you'll try it. I mean, I my mom saw great results. I saw great results. And um, I think you will too, no matter what it is that you're really looking to try to do. Uh, if any of those we just covered sound like you, try it out, okay? Less than $3 a day, by the way. And it's got over 7,000 five-star reviews from people from athletic, you know, professional athletes and mom and son podcasters. <laughs> to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and a free travel pack. Or excuse me, five free travel packs, not just one, five. Five free travel packs by going to um, – that's with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com uh, slash Kramer, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Certified fans, what's up? Thank you so much for supporting our show. Appreciate you. Uh, certified fans are people that can donate $6 a month to our show. Really appreciate Is donate the right word? Donate sounds weird. Contribute. Contribute's a way better word. Donate sounds mm-hmm. like we're, I mean, I guess. Like we're a charity, which yeah. of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It is. It's a, you're just supporting a, a boy's dream with his mom, man. That's really what this is. Six bucks a month. It's less than a pumpkin spice latte. Did you know that, mom, by the way? That I went to buy a pumpkin spice latte for Jess the other day. It was $6.15. No I was like, good God. way. Like, if you did this all the time. Wow. Like, if you literally did this all the time, like, I don't know how you would afford it. I don't know how Jeez, some people afford their coffee please. habits. I mean, that would be, if you did that every day. Thir- that's, or a work uh, weekend, it would be $30 a week. Uh, no, it'd be more than, well, every 10 days would be $60 and you 30, you know, so that'd be, uh, $180 a month in just Starbucks. Oh, anyway, God. I'm not asking for that much. I'm asking for one pumpkin spice latte a month. That's all we're, <laughs> that's all we need for this just show. Just give up one, just yeah. one. <laughs> uh, certified fans, people that can donate a couple of bucks a month and, uh, we really appreciate it. You get a bunch of perks. Our goal for this month, by the way, is to get 10 because my mom's birthday yeah. is next month. I mean, next week. Yeah. Next week. A week mm-hmm. from uh, yesterday. Uh, I guess a week yeah. from, sorry, week from Tuesday. Two days ago. Yeah. yeah. And um, we're really super thankful for anybody that can contribute. But we're really, this month, doing a big push to try to get new certified fans. We need six more people, y'all. Six. Remember, it's this is why I try not to be present. <laughs> yeah, it's, think about it that way. It's a gift. It's a birthday gift. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, try, I try to stay optimistic. I really do. And then um, I guess I, <laughs> I don't know, like, <laughs> You know, y'all like just be positive. And I'm like, okay, we can do it. 10, 10 new people this month. And we got four, which is cool. But uh, we really, really, if we're going to hit this goal, um, we're going to need somebody, you, mm-hmm. you to, uh, to help. So just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Text the word fans to 888-Kramer. It's Kramer with a K, Kramer8. You can join. It takes two seconds, especially if Apple Pay. It's just like, boop, boop, done. Uh, mom, since we don't have anybody new today, we'll spin our wheel of certified fans. We do this every day because the okay. show is based around you and we just love to give you some love because you're because amazing. Because we do love you. Because we love you. <laughs> and, uh, today our certified fan is one, two, six. We're going Ooh, that goes back. back a ways too. I know. We're starting back at the beginning again. Uh, one, two, yeah. six, uh, is actually my, my cousin, Phil. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's always funny when it's family awesome. for some reason. I'm like, we have hundreds of, we have hundreds of certified fans all over the country. And then like, like literally like my family. And I'm like, yeah, see. <laughs> uh, family uh, love, nice. nothing better. No, Phil, Phil, uh, Phil S, Phil S. <laughs> and uh, he didn't fill out the second part of his form. Is he in St. Louis now? Where is he? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is my dad's sister's Son, oldest, oldest son, son. Uh huh. Um, right. who used to be a kid and then all of a sudden is not a kid anymore. It's really weird. <laughs> like, it's really weird when, like, when I mean, because I only see that side of the family maybe once every mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah. And so, like, every time I see them, they've got like three more kids each and <laughs> um, look just a little bit older. <laughs> um, they're good people. It's a good, good oh, side of the family. Let's give yeah. uh, Phil S. Yes. Some love, Mom. Whoop, whoop to Phil S. We love you forever for sure. Yeah. And if you uh-huh. want to support, um, you can just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Okay, ask my mom. This is a uh, bi-weekly, bi-weekly? Yeah, bi-weekly advice segment that we do. And if you have a dilemma and you want to, have somebody kind of, I always feel like it's interesting to hear your dilemma from the outside point of view too. Mm-hmm. Um, and to kind of have people talk through it because sometimes you're too close to it. So my mom 
been a mom now for 43 years and mm-hmm. has got some good motherly advice. Go to certifiedmamasboy.com, submit your story, and we will discuss it on the podcast with nothing but love. So, Mom, what's mm-hmm. happening today? Dear Mama Nancy, I'm an older parent, had my son later in life compared to all the other parents. My son is extremely active in sports and really excels at everything he puts his mind to. I'm the soccer mom who coordinates snacks for after the games and just helps whenever I'm needed. My husband is the assistant coach, and we have been doing this for over four years. One of the parents whom I've been Facebook friends with for several years unfriended me. Like Kramer, I just noticed that I haven't been seeing her post. She posts everything, almost has daily posts. Really quick, what mm-hmm. she's mentioning is this one that this one just came in last minute. I thought we'd do it because it's um topical with what happened this week on Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Uh-huh. Basically a listener, I was because I, I'm, like, I'm like friends with y'all, right? Like I'm friends with y'all. And so like all of a sudden, I don't know why she popped in my head. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a Maryland radio listener. And mm-hmm. she, I was like, what, like what happened? What happened to her? I wonder, I wonder if like, I, I don't know. I, I'm worried about y'all when y'all disappear. I get worried about you. So mm-hmm. I went and I saw it. I, you know, I checked her Facebook. She's still friends. And then, but I didn't see any posts like Insta stories. And so then I went to go check um, a couple of days later, I was on the Kramer and Jess Instagram and she had bubbles like where she had new Insta stories, but then I went back to my account and it wasn't there. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, she hit her stories from me. Oh. And like, I couldn't figure out like what it was. So yeah, I get it. Like it's anyway, that's what she's referring to. Hmm. Oh, okay. She didn't listen okay. to Uncensored this week. Okay. I have no idea why I've been unfriended. I don't even post anything, but pictures a couple of times a year. I'm always positive to all the kids and cheer them on during the games. Also, I should add that I decided to send a friend request to the dad, and he's ignoring it, so I know something is going on. At soccer, everything is completely normal, and they talk about everything. We have soccer three times a week. I'm so baffled as to what to do. My husband says to not let it bother me. They aren't quote-unquote friends of ours, and would never be in our friend's category. What would you do, Mama Nancy? How do I let it go mentally? Really quick, literally um, seven minutes ago, I just I just saw this on my emails, checking my notifications. Uh, she just uh-huh. sent it a follow-up. Uh-huh. So she also, just to add, I should probably add that the last time that we really talked, she, uh, she had to show me a video that she had recorded of her daughter having a meltdown. My response was, poor thing, I bet she was so tired. I think she wanted me to laugh like she was, but it wasn't funny to me. I'm not sure that she deserved that. That deserves being unfriended. Maybe I should just let it roll mm. off. Well, real time mm. update. Okay. Wow. Mom thoughts. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think I would uh, go to her and just tell her that, you know, I'm sorry if I've done something, just apologize as if, you know, you might've done something to offend her and uh, say if I've done something that, what? you know, upset you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm on. sorry. I don't hang understand on. why you unfriended me. This is not. No, 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 no. Of course, why, you know why? I'm the I'm sorry woman. I know. <laughs> I think that's bad advice. I do. I rarely like step in and say, I think that's, that's not good. But like, yeah. why are we chasing after people? 
Now, listen, I get it. I, I definitely, I'm because I'm in the same shoes, right? But even though this is mm-hmm. like just a you know a listener of the radio show, um, mm-hmm. I'm not under the now. If this was like family or yeah. a friend that you were extremely close with, you know, like if for example, if my buddy Dan. Yeah. Um, you know, some of my, my, my close friends of all of a sudden I realized they unfriended me. It would be worth a conversation, Yeah. but we don't need to be chasing people that don't want to be in our lives. And I get it. Like our ego, it hurts. It hurts because we're like, why would somebody, it, it, we, it does. It absolutely hurts. It feels some kind of certain way, but I mm-hmm. don't think we should allow that feeling to dictate how we treat that person. Otherwise, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm, I'm a, I want everyone to love me. I'm very, I can be very fragile in that department. Obviously we talked about that yesterday a little bit, but I, by going to her and being like, Hey, I saw you in front of me. What did I do? I'm so sorry. Like why? Well, because she's worried about her and she sees her three times a week and but, that makes her feel uncomfortable. Obviously I, I get it. The uncomfortability, but I think what she has basically said to you uh-huh. or maybe I even said to you, but like, I think what's been articulated here uh-huh. is the amount that she wants you in her life or wants to invest in you too. You know, does that make sense? Like, no, th- like she is basically saying like, Hey, I'm going to let a video of my daughter or whatever uh-huh. get in the way of our, of our friendship. Uh-huh. And like, what kind of friend is that? I'm not saying you guys shouldn't be acquaintances. I'm not saying you shouldn't be nice to her, but yeah. unless you have done something specific, and again, she doesn't fall into like the best friend category, right? Like the right. A friend, I would say a right. friend, absolutely go to her and be like, Hey, what the hell? Like I just noticed, you know? Yeah. But as a, as an acquaintance, but she's think, wondering from the follow up, she's wondering if her reaction to that daughter's being upset had something to do with it. I don't know. If it were me, I would have to go and and figure that out. <laughs> you are not responsible for anyone else's feelings. I know that. I know. And you're that. not responsible for anybody's feeling. You if know. if that's if you're t- all and all we have obviously is your side of the story, right? Yeah. But I would, uh, you know, is is having a different reaction to a daughter video? Was that wrong? Like, do you do you regret that? Do you feel like you would owe her an apology if she unfriended you or not? Did you, do you feel like your actions were, were inappropriate or do you have remorse? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, which I would assume your answer would be no. Like, do I sound insensitive here? I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just at a point where like, I'm not, I'm not here to try to get people to like love me. I'm here to just be my authentic self and those mm-hmm. that are, that stick with me. Cool. And those that don't, you know, it's okay. Like, yeah. and I, I, listen, I get it. It's an ego bruise. It hurts feels weird. feels uncomfortable, especially if you have to see the person, right? Like I run into that talking about the, my program director from, um, and that's by the way, the program director is like a, like the, the boss of the radio station. Like Tom right now is my program director. Um, but going back to, uh, him. So when I left, he unfriended me on Facebook mm-hmm. and like, to me, that was like an, okay, like basically middle finger, right? Mm-hmm. Like F you, but like, we still see each other. Like mm-hmm. professionally once a year, once every uh-huh. other year, well, COVID kind of slowed things down. But for a while, we were seeing each other like once a year. Yeah. And it would just be saying, hey, how you doing? How you doing? It's just like, man, like I know, like I, and then like I, I play cordial, but like I know the truth. Yeah. I know that like me choosing my 
you know, what's going to be best for my life and taking a different job. If that bruises your ego and it makes you not feel good because I chose somebody else over you, mm-hmm. then like that kind of shows me that the person that you are. And I don't probably need to have you that close in my life because I don't think you'd say good things about me anyway if the time came, you know, or you would, I don't yeah. know if you'd be there to help me. Do I sound like a, a, do I sound, am I out of line here? I don't know. It's just different than, than my response. And maybe it's a female thing. Like if I knew that I maybe. had to be around, around those parents and I wanted my kids to, my kid to be friends yeah. with everybody on his team. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would have to know what was up. It would bother yeah. me. It would bother me enough to say something about it. Not that I would be begging her to be my friend. I would just want to know what the issue is. Okay. Uh, phone yeah. number 888-Kramer8. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe like I'm not thinking about it and like the we still have to like. Mm-hmm. See them three times. Yeah. Away. And like our kids. And, like I want things mm-hmm. to be good. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say anything, but I'm, I'm now I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious if you would say something or not. 888-Kramer8. Mom, that's going to do it for you today. Or I guess, yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. All right. I love you. All right, honey. Love you forever. I've really been a pain in the ass is probably um, for lack of better terms about the first day of fall. Like I have my, this is all I do for the fall. This is a single man. All I do for the fall literally is put up my pumpkin candles. That's it. Literally pumpkin candles, but uh, fall decorations. And last weekend, I wanted to put them out, but I made such a stink about Jess putting out her fall decorations early. If you listen to the radio show, like I was giving her hell because she put hers out like three weeks ago. And I'm like, it is, it's 95 degrees outside. It's not time for this. So now officially today, I will go put my pumpkin candle out and quote unquote decorate for the fall because I've just been so stubborn about it. You got your decorations up yet? Are you going to be a stickler like me? It's not fall yet. Now it's fall. We can celebrate. Thank you for listening to today's show. My dad's on tomorrow for Friday. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.